It's time for the March 13, 2015 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a cheerfully pessimistic recollection of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I am Nathan Callahan. And I am Mike Caspar. Oh, and this is news for our idiocracy. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. And there's part of our idiocracy out there in the backyard. <laughs> it is the strongest uh, demographic of our idiocracy. You tell them, Mom. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Speaking of idiocracy, Mike. Yes. Last week, six members of the UCI Student Government Council voted to ban flags of any country in their office lobby. This is big news here around campus. People yeah. listening at home. And yeah. Wherever they are, <clears throat> might not think it's big, but it's uh, you know. It's, now it's I didn't catch the whole story. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I, people at work were asking me, "Hey, don't you have a radio show at KUCI? What are these people uh, like?" A I resolution. Know. Okay, a resolution ahead. authored by Matthew Guevara okay. stated that designing a culturally inclusive space. Mm-hmm. See, right off, I'm I'm just kind of thinking, you know, my my sphincter is tightening tightening right there. <laughs> But anyway, designing a culturally inclusive space aims to restore, remove barriers that create undue effort. Create undue effort. Good God. Life is undue effort. <laughs> undue effort and separation by planning and designing spaces. Use space two times there, Matthew. Not good. Not good. No. Try and, try and give me I, more I hope you said an English major. That's what I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping. That enable everyone to participate equally and confidentially. Okay. Say it again. Okay, go ahead. So the U.S. flag, while symbolizing freedom, equality, and democracy, is also associated with colonialism and imperialism, the measure said. Well, yeah. Yeah. True. True enough. Okay. All right. Nevertheless, it added that freedom of speech in a space that aims to be inclusive as possible can be interpreted as hate speech. They're reading an awful lot into They're covering all their bases here. You know, it's like, well, he's a good man, but he's really evil at heart type yeah. of stuff here. Right. Or not evil at heart. He just has a bad side to him. God. Uh, what's his Every, name? What's his, the gentleman's so name? In, nothing's perfect, Matthew, yeah, but Matthew. nevertheless, Matthew. He's, he's a young man. Matthew. Matthew. Matt, Ger- I'm guessing Matthew is a really good political science professor. Gravara. Yeah. Yeah, yeah eventually. And, yeah, yeah. and he won't teach anybody anything <laughs> except add to a lot of problems. Anyway. Uh, I, I said the part about hate speech there, yeah. you know, freedom yeah. of speech in a space that aims to be inclusive as possible can be interpreted hate speech. Yeah, that's the whole point of freedom of speech. Yeah. You might think that's hate speech, but we got to listen to it anyway. Yeah, exactly. And, Thank you. And yeah. Two of the measure's supporters, uh, Kalida Sidney and Natty Rico, said that the U.S. flag reminded their friends who are in the country illegally of their constant battle to obtain citizenship. And, and that's a good thing. It might teach them to buck up, but apparently not. They just want the flag removed. Okay. Anyway, the reaction to the resolution was astonishingly predictable. Mm-hmm. Predictable. Predictable. There were threats of violence because they wanted to, you know, had the flag taken down. One that resulted in the cancellation of a planned student government meeting that evening. Oh. You know, the evening of the resolution passing. Mm-hmm. And because of its general artlessness, Mission. the resolution was vetoed the next day by the student government's executive cabinet. I think this thing made Fox News. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. It's going crazy. Not only that, but the overreaction didn't stop Mike. UCI's administration was bombarded with emails and phone calls. Guevara told the school newspaper that he had—that's uh, a new university—that yeah. he had received death threats, insults. Well, yeah, and calls to go back across the border. Get used to the insults, Matthew. Well, yeah, look, I mean, like that, I'm going to stand up for Matthew. I'm st- listen, I'm standing up for Matthew right now. Oh yeah, stand up uh, for, for him. But at the for, same time. for maybe his misguided. Uh, attempt to be politically correct, I guess. Uh, he doesn't deserve, and in the spirit of free speech, uh, he should not be getting death threats. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah so, no, that's that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm I know not you're defending not. that I mean, at all. Then State Senator Janet Nguyen. Oh, God. All okay, right. You're <laughs> all right, now here we go. All right. All right. Republican Santa Ana yeah. announced she would push for a state constitutional amendment. Oh my God! To prohibit state-funded universities and colleges from banding the U.S. flag on oh campus. Oh my! Now, now, Janet, this ain't gonna happen. Just, just. Well, even you know. if it frickin' does, it is free speech. Did I, I, does? I, I did. I just said frickin'. Yeah, frickin', okay. Because you, you can't say, say you Oh, know, I didn't say that. You can say frackin'. Okay, frackin'. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Okay, so Matthew like, was right and wrong at the same time on yeah, this yeah. one. And now there's yeah. a petition on campus in support of the resolution because what they're saying is this overreaction on the part of people like Janet Nguyen yeah, yeah, yeah. is the very reason we don't need a flag yeah, in there. Yeah. Okay. Which the whole thing is, it's a flag and it's... A, university that's in the country that flies the flag and don't take it quite so seriously don't feel imposed on by the flag it's a flag in fact some of the very supporters of matthew were saying it's only a flag we didn't think this would happen well, well if it's only a flag then what's the big deal? Yeah, I mean, uh, really. I, I, there's two. I mean, you could get all invested in the history yeah. of the United States and all that. And you can get you can argue all day long yeah. and all that stuff. And it's great. Have the argument. Let's just leave the flag. Anna, sometimes a banana means a banana yep. i mean so it's a flag just it's a flag it's, it's, it's going to wave a lot of people why stir up this pot yeah this yeah, is it's this just is a ridiculous a argument to have on one level yeah okay yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so anyway uh now there's a petition you know as i said yeah so muller and i have uh, thrown together a little ditty <laughs> okay yeah i hope you don't mind <laughs> no please yeah uh <laughs> our pledge of allegiance to the flag if you will okay uh, let, Here we get, go. let me get my guitar <clears throat> Are you ready, Mahler? <laughs> All right. Okay, here. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. All right. I plead alignment to the flakes of the United Snakes of Mary Cow. <laughs> yeah. And to the Republicrats from which they scam. I only know this one part, Mike. One nacho underpants with licorice and jugs of wine for owls. <laughs> That's right, Molly. You hit it. Hit it. That's right. You hit it. Woo! There. That's moving. Yeah. I thank am. You. I am. Thank you. Excuse me. I need a moment here. Yeah. And I want to thank uh, Matt Groening in the Big Book of Hell for the uh, the fine lyrics to that. Rap of Outstanding mine. work, you and Mahler. I uh -huh. had no idea. I knew you guys had been out in the shed for a, a little while yeah. the last couple of days, but I had no idea. Yeah, Mahler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very nice. Yeah. Whew. Last week, we couldn't remember the name of the first secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Mike. Uh, I do. I told you. No, Tom it's not Bernard Carrick. No, it's Tom Ridge. No, but you didn't say that. You said Carrick. I did. Yeah. You're right. I, just, I did say yeah. Carrick, but then but I looked it up. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah you looked it up yeah, after the show. It. Yeah, I did. After I did. The show. Tom Ridge. Yeah, right. Tom Ridge. What I just wanted it? to get set that straight. Carrick was nominated after, uh, before Ridge, I think. Yeah, yeah he was. was part of this yeah. process, but, but they found out that this ex-police chief of New York yeah, was he, actually, he, he hired a uh, illegal immigrant as a nanny, and then he went on to uh, an investigation at the Bronx, um, the Office of Bronx District Attorney, uh, he had ethical violations He was there. imprisoned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and by the way, so, he was uh, he was Giuliani's ass clown. Can, yeah. can I say that? Well, yeah, just, as, yeah, as yeah, ass yeah, is yeah, in yeah, yeah. donkey clown. Donkey. Yeah. And, and Giuliani is the... He is the the ass he's clown the ass himself. In yeah. the ass clown analogy, oh, yes. Yeah, so, right. 
So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. this is a salty show, isn't it, yeah. already? Okay, let's... So, Ridge, uh, by the way, yeah. the reason we mentioned him, he's yeah. the founder and CEO of Ridge Global, yeah. a Washington, D.C.-based security consulting firm. In other words, they prey on people's fears, and he was warning people that a planned NFL stadium in Inglewood would be a terrorist target because of its proximity to LAX. Okay. That's what he's doing for a living right, right okay. now. All right. Well, Just instilling fear in How people. much money did he make for saying that, I wonder? Chinese communist leaders are afraid that the Dalai Lama will not have an afterlife. Worried enough that this week officials repeatedly warned that he must reincarnate on their own terms. Yes. The Chinese officials saying, mm-hmm. you know, Dalai, if you're going to reincarnate, you got to do it by the Chinese book. You, amen. Oh, can I say that? Would that matter? But yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever. Officials whatever they argue say. that the communist government is the proper guardian of the Dalai Lama's succession. This is why a couple of weeks ago he said, this is over. After I die, it's over. Because he doesn't want the Chinese to be uh, picking uh, the next. Re- Picking the next, yeah. uh, the intricate process of reincarnation that involves right. senior monks visiting a sacred lake and divining dreams. Yeah. Now, you know, if this were happening in the United States, it could only be the Baptists doing this. <laughs> anyway, party functionaries were incensed by the exiled Dalai Lama's recent speculation that he might end his spiritual lineage and not reincarnate. Oh, yeah, so I'm, this I'm is a conscious, de- so to speak, a conscious decision. Yeah, Dalai Lama says, I ain't going to reincarnate. I ain't coming back yeah, here. Yeah. I don't care. He's, he's yeah. getting under those wow. Chinese skins. You that know? Is, that's, he's, he's a smart man. That's serious stuff. I didn't understand what he was doing at first. when I, I, I knew that he said he wasn't reincarnating a couple of weeks ago, okay. but I didn't know he, this was all part of his, part of his master plan. I, anyway, this okay. would confound the Chinese government's plans to engineer a succession that would produce a faux 15th Dalai Lama who accepts Chinese presence and oh, politics. okay. Well, then never mind. My hat's off to the Dalai Lama. Yeah, okay, too. all right. I had completely different... Okay. Yeah, fighting is raging in western Iraq as Iraqi military continues to... Uh, continues in an Iranian-backed offensive yeah. to seize territory from the self-proclaimed Islamic State, or as we like to call them, Daesh! <laughs> you know, and this is, the, uh, this is the military operation that the United States had no idea was happening and has no idea what's going yeah. on. Yeah, there were yeah, yeah. people cheering as uh, Iraqi soldiers uh, took large parts of the city of Tikrit. Tikrit. Uh, yeah. And okay. I, I, you, every time you hear people cheering, you got to, yeah. you don't believe it. Well, I mean, I'm sure yeah. there are the people of Tikrit who were Shiite and or not Sunnis in the yeah. same way that this Daesh is, uh, are thrilled. And, and they're on their way to Mosul, by the way. That's the big Mosul. prize. Problem with Mosul, militarily speaking, is that there's a gigantic dam that was constructed during the uh, Saddam Hussein regime. And believe this or not, I think we mentioned this on the show before, it's actually designed in such a way that uh, Saddam had the option of pulling the plug on the dam Uh and flooding a couple of million people downstream. Is this a cork there on the bottom? Honestly, it was built in such a way that if he had to, and if he was worried about being overthrown by this segment of of, uh, Iraqi society which is where a lot of the opposition, well, and who knows. But anyway, he could have pulled the plug on this dam and killed thousands of people. Well, and it was made that way. It was made to do that, on, so you know. Okay. Even if this is true, All right. which, I mean, we don't but, know. By the this same, might be propaganda No, by the same by token, George ISIS Bush. could do the same thing. Yeah, at, I mean, the, yeah, at the same time, he's throwing this into the wrong people's hands at this time. Yeah. This might have been something, too, where, you know, the U.S. would do exactly the same thing. They would flood out an area, yeah. but we might warn them first. Well, yeah, and, yeah. and hopefully Saddam would have done the same thing. If it was a strategic spot on the map, 
Uh, it wouldn't be bad I, I, to, I to put it underwater. Doesn't mean everybody has to die. Drop just some, saying. Drop some inner tubes and then, and yeah. then you know, and just inner say, tubes. we're coming. There you go. Yeah. You know, little... They can have little Saddam heads on yeah, the front, you know, like they can ride them around. Dee, 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 oh, that's dee. sad. Venezuelan lawmakers gave initial approval to decree powers allowing President Nicolas Maduro to make laws without their involvement for six months. So Maduro can... Uh, His martial law, basically. Yeah. He's, he, has he can no take steps against U.S. Aggression. Mm-hmm. aggression. The decree moves... Decree move comes after President Obama imposed sanctions on top... Uh, uh, Venezuelan security officials and declared Venezuela a national security threat. But, yeah. you know, he didn't call, t- say that their oil industry was a security threat. No, because Only... we're their largest trading partner. Exactly. And, yeah. well, we, and we, we need their oil. Yeah. yeah, we need their oil and they need our money. Uh, this is a, but the, I mean, I'm, getting, I'm not standing up for Maduro necessarily, but back when Hugo Chavez was president, we have documentary evidence, I mean a film actually, that shows that the United States tried to engineer a coup over, uh, to overthrow Hugo Chavez, and only because he convinced the palace guards to go his way was he reinstated. It's a pretty wild little documentary. Yeah. And so the Venezuelans do have some reason to be concerned the United States is trying to engineer a political takeover. A United Nations report found rampant torture by security forces in Mexico from local and federal police to the military. Yeah. They Say found that? they found rampant they found torture in Mexico. Oh. A UN uh, uh, report yeah, found this UN special rapporteur. This just means a guy that reports. A rapporteur right, right, right. is a guy that goes into a place and then comes back and says, "You know, Nathan and Mike really yeah. should go. They're yeah, not. They're really. They don't belong at KUCI. That would be a university rapporteur. Yeah, they're obviously unstable. This was a UN special rapporteur on torture. Juan Mendez highlighted the impact of the U.S.-backed war on drugs, noting the bulk of torture cases involved prisoners with alleged ties to organized crime. Mm-hmm. Despite some 2,100 complaints of torture in 2012 alone. So that's a lot of torture going on. Oh, I have no doubt. We, we got like six cases of torture a day going on there. Uh, yeah. Mexico has seen only five torture convictions. Out of, you know, out of, yeah. I don't, I just threw the number six out there. It's probably 10. Yeah. Out of, out of at least, no. at least five torture cases a day going on, only five torture convictions over the last eight years. Yeah. No, that, that, there's yeah. no doubt that in the, in the political environment that is, in fact, Mexico today, that there is a rampant. Um, as you said, torture, corruption, etc., going on. By the way, are you going to mention the UN rapporteur's uh, trip to United States? He's, Go ahead. He said that a torture uh, UN investigator on torture claims in U.S. is being stonewalled by uh, uh, prison officials. They're not allowing him access to federal prisons. Uh, statewide is being kept out of there. Uh, and this is in an investigation about the conditions in federal prisons yeah. where there are some 80,000 prisoners in solitary confinement, which by the UN's account is unacceptable. Uh, uh, this extended solitary confinement uh, is considered by some to be torture, particularly when it's an extended period of time. So the fact is, the, they it's are- the uh, same guy. Yeah, it's, it's Juan, probably Juan, the same. Okay, it's the same, it yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. same guy. So they're looking into prisons around the world, prison systems around the world, it appears, uh, or at least in the nor- North America. And uh, there you go. Saudi Arabia and Sweden are in a diplomatic row, Mm -hmm. or row, I don't know, following criticism of the oil kingdom's record on human rights, that would be Saudi Arabia, Mm -hmm. Swedish Foreign Minister Margot Wallström 
was due to address the Arab League in Cairo, but Saudi government uh, officials blocked the move, citing Sweden's criticism. Yeah. Mm. They don't like criticism over there. I guess we don't either. Mm-mm. It's such a silly mess. I don't like it either. I don't. I don't like Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't like. Yeah. Not so. If you had someone scheduled to speak in front of your your mm-hmm. organization, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be as petty as to not allow them to speak. Oh no! Of course I wouldn't. No, of course you wouldn't. No, yeah. no, no, Wallstrom speak. had previously called out the Saudi dictatorship for violating women's rights, which they do, and for flogging blogger Rafe Badawi, which they did. Which they did. Yeah, and it was disgusting. But yeah. they they apparently uh, think that I guess that kind of stuff is fine, and she shouldn't speak in front of people for fear of actually inspiring them to overthrow the Saudi government. Yes. A top U.S. official accused Russia of moving tanks and heavy artillery into Ukraine in violation of last month's ceasefire. Mm-hmm. So Russia apparently is yeah. sneaking around. They are. Meanwhile, the Obama administration announced $75 million in new non-lethal military assistance to Ukraine, yep. which is enough to maybe, like... Uh, Build a, uh, uh, a green belt down the middle of Culver Boulevard. <laughs> but President Obama continues to resist calls from both parties and from within his own cabinet to arm the Ukrainian government. Yeah. And in other Ukraine news, the International Monetary Fund agreed to extend a one, a $17.5 billion loan package to Kiev in a bid to help prevent economic collapse. Yeah, and that I think that po- the point you made about Obama resisting uh the uh, pressure no, yeah, to yeah, yeah. arm the Ukrainians, I think, is uh, actually at this point is a smart decision oh, on this yeah. part. I think that yeah. that really we don't need. The, uh, come back to is this. Gonna, it's just going to ratchet it up, right? Saber, you know, saber rattling yeah, or uh, sword rattling, or right. I'm not trying to make the case that the Russians are making a legitimate claim, but I think there is something to the idea that Ukraine is a vital security issue for the Russians. Now, Putin's a pig and awful, horrible dictator and all the rest of it, but the Russians actually are concerned that they're, uh, that Ukraine were to become a European Union, NATO-based country, that their security would be at risk. Speaking of Putin, he announced that he would take a 10% pay cut, but, you know, he makes so much else, else, elsewhere. Oh, yeah. So you, much more elsewhere, yeah. So you know, that's hardly, he's, that's just in his government pay. Yeah. A retired mailman in France was fined $4,500 and given a suspended sentence for stealing 13,694 letters and 6,000 postcards. He got an even number of postcards. You know, that's funny. 13,694 letters and 6,000 on the postcards, which he kept often unopened in his attic. Just a weird neurosis He told something? police he was attracted by the color and shape of certain letters, okay. as, and his, said his lawyer, like a magpie drawn towards shiny objects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a cafe in Finland built a 16-foot-tall hamburger to advertise local food and then fed it to 23 dogs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I'm done with international. I got a real quick one okay. for you. Just going jumping back to Russia. Okay. The uh, the assassination of the uh, opposition leader um, Nev, um, what's his name? Boris. Yeah, Nemtsov. 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 Yeah. Uh, there was a. There have been people charged. Uh, there's. They had charged a one. Uh, what was he? He was supposedly a uh, involved with the Chechen. Um, Chechen leader suspected it. He confessed, um, but uh, there's been widespread 
charges that he was tortured. A second man was charged. A third now, man who was tortured. That the man who confessed to to Nevsov. Yeah, Nevsov's uh, um, assassination was tortured. Yeah, they, they tortured this confession gotcha. out of him, okay. and now they've charged a couple more people, and they're all conveniently former Chechen uh, resistance leaders. And Chechnya is the area where the Russians literally turned it, as, at, by many accounts, the most scorched earth part of the world when the Russians went in there to essentially yeah. eviscerate any opposition to... Yeah. Round up the usual suspects. Honestly, there yeah. are, even amongst people who are horrified, who are war correspondents will tell you that Chechnya was in a class by itself. So you're suggesting that Putin was probably behind it all, but we're being told that it was this Chechen. You know, Nathan, I just report the news. I let my my audience make that those kind of decisions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right, Molly. It's time for secret stuff. Yes. The U.S. National Security Agency may have been planting surveillance software into hard drives and other essential computer equipment sold around the world for more than a decade through a shadowy organization known as the Equation Group. Ooh. This according to those Russian cybersecurity researchers that mm. we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. And and this is legit. Okay. Those guys are, are good old computer tech folk. Mm. They're, you know, they're mm. not controlled by Putin as far as we know. Okay. The, the, the tech community is is looking at the info they're getting and they're saying, these guys are onto something. Mm. The revelation, if true, indicates that operators within the NSA have been collecting far more information on the spies agency behalf than previously thought. Oh. The Equation Group manipulated hard drives manufactured by Toshiba, Seagate, IBM, Western Digital, and, and others dating as far back as 2001. Wow. Researchers at the Moscow-based cybersecurity firm Kaspersky, that would be you. You're probably a Kaspersky, aren't you? I probably, it's some, I am Eastern European, yes. Yeah, they I cut know. the last part they, of your name they, out when you just, came yeah, over here. Exactly. I, I cut Kaspersky. Kaspersky, get out of here. The uh, lab said, that's what they said, 2001. Equation, that's the name of the uh, particular uh, group in the NSA that was manipulating these hard drives. Hmm. Equation has also pr uh, proven able to reprogram a machine's firmware, meaning that hackers were able to monitor even the most mundane activity of tens of thousands of individual PCs without their owner's knowledge. Wow. Yep. So you just go out and you buy yourself, say, a, a Seagate hard drive. Which I have. Yeah. And... Right. And there's a possibility that the NSA has installed some sort of firmware or uh, uh, something on it that's enabling them, them to, to scooch into your computer. Also, a coalition of online media, legal, and political advocacy groups, advocacy groups filed suit over the U.S. government's mass surveillance. Organizations including Wikipedia, Wikipedia mm -hmm. and Human Rights Watch are challenging the National Security Agency's upstream program which taps into fiber optic cables, moving internet traffic around the world. Yeah, yeah. that's the weird, that's the one of those things. They just basically, what do they, park a submarine or something over these cables, these transatlantic uh -huh. cables. And they suck up information. And they just, yeah, they just are able to tap into it, they literally. They put a straw down they in there. put a straw down uh -huh. there. Uh, also, man. the Secret Service is investigating two agents for allegedly driving into a White House security barricade while drunk. Yeah. One of the agents is in President Obama to Obama's security detail. It is the latest in a series of incidents that have raised questions about the Secret Service's conduct and prompted the resignation of Director Julia Pearson last year. 
Officers on duty wanted to arrest the agents and conduct sobriety tests, but a supervisor intervened to send them home instead. To sleep it off. Yeah, and you know, I'm, I'm saying that's okay. I think it was fine if they'd just been pulled over, but they're driving into stuff. That sort of, for me, yeah. feels well, a little bit like, you know, they'll get disciplined. Uh, you know, I, 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 and I, if not, that, I, that's the bad part. Yeah. But the, the uh, director there at the CIA or Secret Service would have the power to probably yeah. get them off their jobs, which would be the, the worst thing that could happen yeah. to them. Yeah. Also, as Apple unveiled its new Apple Watch, Ooh. it's a great fanfare. A report by The Intercept finds CIA researchers have been working for nearly a decade to crack the security of Apple's iPhones and iPads. This is the CIA. Documents from Edward Snowden show the researchers claim to have credited a modified version of Apple's software development and tool Xcode. They have created a modified version of, of Xcode, allowing them to sneak surveillance backdoors into apps and programs. Well, on one hand, i got to give Apple credit a little bit here. It took them a decade to yeah. crack this code. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the iPhone is out there. I you, know. It's not you, like you, you couldn't you, pay. <laughs> you have this in front of you, and yeah. you're trying to crack the code of it. Uh, I, I, guess I'm, I guess I'm pretty impressed. On the yeah. other hand, I'm horrified that they may have cracked the code yeah. and, and all the rest of it. But uh, it, well... And I just have to get this out of the way. Former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton addressed uh, the controversy over her use of a private email address, yeah. Watts State Department, saying she thought it would be easier to use one email address, which it is. Which it is. Yeah. Uh, Clinton said that staffers have handed over her government-related emails, which they did. Which they <laughs> And it would be just as easy to go to anybody who received an email from Hillary Clinton yeah, that's true. and look at what it said all, all, within yeah. the government. All we have of, the yes. NSA. We have all, it's a secret. The, we've just said the Central Intelligence Agency is trying to pop into things. Every government organization out there is trying to crack the code on everybody's emails. And, and yet somehow her having a private email address. I know. Address it's just baffling. Is, it's yeah, stunningly it's, baffling. Yeah. We have no idea how to crack this thing yeah. open. Well, I, on one hand, it's true. Every official... Uh, correspondence she had would be on a server assuming that the person she was emailing to was an official with the government. Yeah. That's not that tough to recreate. On the other hand, if there's one good that will come out of this, and I mean this, you do? is that we'll soon be sick and tired of Hillary Clinton. And I know this is part of what the right wing wants to have happen. Would they want Hillary fatigue. They're going to beat up on her so badly that by the time she is declared the nominee of the Democratic Party, people will just want to wretch every time they see her on TV. And that's the that's the plan. I have I've been doing that for years. I know. Mike, but... I have a completely different perspective on her, yeah. and I do not want to see her be the nominee. I have a horrible feeling she will be. But if there was somehow, some way, somebody else could be the nominee, I would be much much happier. And Bernie maybe... Sanders, please. Yeah, yeah. That's a... Uh, and now I must say this. Yeah, yeah I must. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And now it's time for drones in the news. U.S. aerospace company Excellus Inc. is close to unveiling a low altitude surveillance system for drones, and that's uh, good, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The technology enables drones to safely fly, fly over long distances to do everything from inspections of remote pipelines to surveys of crops 
or delivery of packages. The U.S. Federal Aviation Administration recently proposed regulations that largely banned unmanned aircraft systems from many of those tasks by requiring that remote pilots keep the drones in sight. You remember that? And we were yeah, thinking, yeah, what's yeah, up with yeah, that? They're yeah. going to have to hire somebody every 500 feet to watch the drone, to be in contact with really, it. Or a really, really tall guy with good eyesight. Yeah, exactly. This is giving foreign companies the chance to keep ahead of the U.S. and figuring out how to best exploit drone technology. Mm -hmm. But the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, or NASA as we call it, is working with Exelus and other companies, universities, and, and government agencies to develop an air traffic management system that could persuade the FAA to allow flights beyond the line of sight. Mm -hmm. And that's what this is all yeah. about. Yeah. They're going to come up with a tracking system that if, if you have the right license, you can use, you can fly your drone for miles and miles, and it will be okay. We're going to work this out. Yeah. And that's the, all the stuff you said. Those are good drones. Those are happy drones. Happy drones. That they're checking on pipelines and checking crops and checking... Yeah. Yeah, all kinds exactly. Of, yeah, we like those kind of drones. There are roughly over 1,000 drone pilots, though, working for the U.S. Air Force today. Another 180 pilots graduate annually from the training program. It mm -hmm. takes about a year to complete. Mm -hmm. Another one, and, and, and as it happens, in those same 12 months, about 240 trained pilots quit. And the Air Force doesn't know what to think about this. But apparently this is not a cushy job. There's This is a force that is under significant stress from unrelenting pace of the operation. So that says something about how many drones are in the air all the time. Yeah, not only how many drones are in the air, but the people that are operating them are maybe not in the best frame of mind. Yeah. Well, there's only so much Mountain Dew you can, you know, ingest in, in a shift. So, yep. yeah, so. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. Mahler doesn't like Mountain Dew. Uh, I... Don't mention Mountain Dew around <laughs> yeah. Mahler. Sorry, Mahler, man. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. Sorry. What should we drink instead, Mahler? Do you have any ideas? Come on. Yeah, come on. What do you do? Spit it out. Come on. Come what do you on. like? Yeah. 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 Oh, I like that, okay. too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think he said orange juice. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Drones deployed in South Africa's Shlushlu e Imfulozi Park wow. have eliminated the killing of endangered rhinoceri over mm. the past six months. There you go. It's a stunning statistic, given that poachers have been shooting between 12 and 19 rhinos a month. Oh. You know, every other day. That's it. These aren't just any drones guided by super, a supercomputer and, and, um, huh. that predicts where poachers will appear. The flying robots equipped with thermal imaging cameras show rangers where to apprehend the killers before they can pull the trigger. In other words, they're oh. following the, the path of these guys. Yeah. They're following the path of the rhinos. Yeah. So they go to the point where they would they intersect. They would, they yeah. Intersect, wow. And they, and they get them. And that's thanks to drones. All right. Maybe we can hook up some special laser-guided drones there to take them out before All they... All at Shushu e Imfulazi. Very Park. nicely done. Thank uh, you. Nice. And now I'm going to move on to, uh, you know, that part yeah, of the news where we talk about domestic matters. And i got to get this out of the way. Yeah, I, yeah. I know we're running kind of short. But I think this is one of the, the worst... Uh, um, what do you want to call this copyright infringement or what I intellectual property cases ever mm -hmm. the feral Williams Robin thick blurred lines oh now that you think of this as just kind of some silly Hollywood yeah. spat between feral women or feral women's feral Williams and Robin thick and and uh, of course Marvin Gaye's estate mm -hmm. uh, the songs were said to sound this the like alike mm -hmm. but really they don't sound alike Mm -hmm. The only thing that's going on is the feel of the song. Mm. 
the vibe. The vibe of the song. Okay. This is all about Pharrell Williams, I believe, because they use this in his uh, in in the case against him that he was uh, inspired by Marvin Gaye. Okay, we're all inspired by exactly. So, but what I'm saying here is that we've got a, a horrible precedent now yeah. with intellectual property. property. Yeah. If anyone's was inspired by anyone else, yeah. if it has the feel of anything else, yeah. you know, if if the Apple iPhone has the feel. Yeah. Of Samsung's, right? You know, if if, if every every indie man that ever came along yeah. wasn't inspired by the Velvet Underground and or someone yeah. just like it, yeah. If if William Gibson has the feel of Thomas <laughs> Pynchon, <laughs> yes. you know, if if anything like that is is inspired by something else, then according to this dumbass grant, this jury that figured this out, was this a jury decision? Yeah, I, 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 I believe so. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't understand how this can happen, and this really puts a chill on, on yeah, creative life in this country. God. It's, it's, it's disgusting. The only thing, you know, the, the funny part of it is, is they actually listed as two of the things that sounded the same was, was a cowbell. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a cowbell! <laughs> oh and, and they said the bass track, but the bass line was different. The bass track sounded the same, but the line was different. Yeah. And the only thing you can really copyright is the sheet music, especially back in the time of, of Marvin Gaye. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I would propose that that uh, what what uh, Otis Redding's estate mm -hmm. go after uh, uh, what's his nose here? Farrell Williams. No, no, no. Oh. Go, go go after Marvin Gaye's family. Oh, Marvin Gaye. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we got to stop this. You know, this is going to be appealed, I assume. I, I hope think, so. I, think I mean, this is this is just disgusting. More this rational people will take will take you know yeah will take control. I'm sorry about this. The phones are ringing out the hook here. Yeah, Apparently, right. I hit K a nerve. You can you can always call KUCI and contribute money. That's that's what these people are doing right they're now. Crazy. They're crazy. They like they're what calling I said. in. They just yeah. can't believe. They can't believe how good we are. A new report by uh, finds U.S. Met blah, 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 blah. Let's start over. Okay. <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah, Mahler, okay. yes, yeah, you got Mahler. me. A new report finds U.S. weapons manufacturers continue to dominate the global arms trade with Saudi Arabia replacing India as their top market. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The United States accounted for a third of the more than $64 billion trade in military equipment last year. This is disgusting. And that's what we know we, about. We, we are arming the, the nation who... who manufactured 17 of the 19 hijackers yeah. that took down our World Trade Center. We are selling them more arms than anything else, and we shouldn't even be selling that many arms to start off with. No. If you no, want to know why people are disgusted with a flag of the United States yeah. hanging in the lobby at, at UCI, that might be one of the reasons. Right, and one of the largest uh, black market items in the world are, are illegal arms. And so, yeah, this is the official number, and I have no doubt in my mind that the, the coming out of the United States, there's many billions of dollars more of illegal arms trade going on as well. A group of 47 Republican senators released an open letter to Iran in a bid to disrupt the Obama administration's attempt to add a nuclear deal. This was this was just stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it read in part, this part was signed by Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, Tom Cotton, a lot of other dimwits. It read, we will consider any agreement regarding your nuclear weapons program that is not approved by the Congress as nothing more than an excessive executive agreement between President Obama and Ayatollah Khomeini. Mm -hmm. 
And meanwhile, Iran just said it's mostly a propaganda ploy and an unprecedented, unprecedented in diplomatic history, which it is. Wait. They're stupid. And, and now the Republicans are paying for it, really, because it makes them look almost uh, like traitors. It, they, honestly, yeah. I mean, I'm not one to throw that that uh, name or that thing around, traitor, but because I, I think that they have a right to vigorously protest what the president's doing. But this is sending a letter to the leadership of another country while we're in the midst of negotiating an honest broker deal regarding their use of nuclear weapons, their development of nuclear weapons, all because why? Because because uh, it's because Netanyahu has something to do with this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's no doubt him being here, the power of the uh, of APAC, the Israeli lobby, all of these things converge. The Republicans get tons of money. Uh, Sheldon Adelson gives million, hundreds of millions of dollars now to this. This is all just crass political theater, and it is dangerous to the country and to the world and to the world for what they're doing. The Obama administration pulled a measure to limit ammunition in assault rifles and handguns guns under pressure from the gun lobby. He pulled the, the legislation. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives had called for the banning of the M855 green tip ammunition yeah. in AR-15s because it could be used to pierce through police body armor. Right. But the National Rifle Association and Republicans didn't like it. So, great. We have bullets out there that can police, uh, pierce police body armor. Yeah. Meanwhile, two police officers were shot during a protest outside the Ferguson Police yeah. Headquarters. Yeah. So, this is... I don't know. I, I mean, I, if I'm you not... can't... As we said last week, there's got to be limits to what kind of weapon you carry. Yeah. There has to be. There has to be. Otherwise, you're carrying atom bombs. Yeah, I know. I mean, again, grenade launchers, and, and you mortars. laugh, but eventually, yeah. you will be carrying Bazookas, atom bombs. What, what, where, where are we at here? Yeah, I know, I know. I don't I agree. I don't know what to say. Officials in Ridiculous. Florida banned the terms climate change and global warming. They banned them. You know, you you know why? You can't put them in, in government documents. You know why? They're because idiots. they're idiots. Yeah. Yes, I guess yeah, that they already. Are idiots. Yeah. Despite the disproportionate impacts of climate change there in Florida. Yeah. Florida is going to suffer the most for of, climate change. Of any state in the yeah. country, of any state by far, Florida, about, they estimate, I think up to a third of Florida with a two to three foot rise in ocean levels will be underwater or yeah. mostly underwater. I hope so. <sighs> Under the tenure of Republican Governor Rick Scott, officials at the Department of Environmental Protection have been ordered not to refer to climate change or global warming in official reports or communications. And at least two other states, North Carolina and Pennsylvania, have been accused of similar bans. Because he's, they're all idiots. Uh, Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker signed a so-called right-to-work bill, striking mm -hmm. a blow to organized labor four years after he gutted collective bargaining rights for public sector workers. The bill Walker signed was taken practically verbatim from the model legislation proposed by the right-wing American Legislative Exchange Council. So they're just drawing up the laws that they want, shipping them off to governors and congressmen, and the the governors and congressmen don't have the wherewithal to write the bills themselves. Yeah. They just want the political money yeah. from groups that are associated with American Legislative Exchange Council. Alec. So they, yeah. so they go along with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> A bipartisan group of senators introduced what is being described as the first comprehensive medical marijuana legislation in the nation's history. Medical yeah, marijuana. Right. Uh, you look a little glazed there, Molly. Yeah. 
He likes this. The Carers <laughs> Act would expand research into the health benefits of marijuana, allow veterans affairs doctors to recommend marijuana to ailing veterans, completely legalize high cannabidiol strains of marijuana for medical treatment nationwide, reclassify marijuana as Schedule Two. There you go. Yeah, this is the big thing. That's Admitting the one to the world right there. That marijuana does in fact have medical benefits and allow banks to legally provide financial services to marijuana businesses. Now, wait a minute. Uh, it, I don't know. Is there something below Class Two? Is there a Class Three? Because it doesn't need. It shouldn't be any sort of class. Well, this, it's, it's a, a, it's a, a drug. I mean, it's it a drug. Yeah, and okay. Class Two is 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 decent. Okay. Yeah. We live with that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. By the way, Rand Paul, uh, Cory Booker, and Chris, Kristen Gillibrand, who is the, these are both uh, Gillibrands from New York. Booker is from um, from New Jersey. Rand Paul is from um, La La Land. But um, it, I, I'm, I'm, I give him points for for stepping up. This is his libertarian streak, uh, stepping up on this particular issue. North Carolina find the utility giant Duke Energy $25.1 million, the largest environmental fine in state history. The penalty concerns groundwater contamination from a coal ash plant near Wilmington. It is separate from a pending fine at the federal level for Duke's spill of more than 35 million gallons of coal ash into the Dan River, one of the worst spills in U.S. history. Yeah. Yeah, Duke's a particularly egregious, horrible company that's yeah. been doing this for a long time. Lawmakers in Utah approved a measure that would introduce the firing squad if lethal injections are unavailable for state executions. I hear the firing squad isn't such a bad way to go. Is that right? Yeah. You I know mean, what they not, do? They're not. You yeah. know how it works, right? Yeah. There's, there, there's, there's seven guys blanks. Seven guys lined up. Yeah. Only one or two of them have real live ammunition. Yeah. So they they can say I don't know if I'm the one who actually pulled the trigger yeah. that killed the man and they're going for the kill spots and they're going, they're going for, for kills, pretty much and they're going for kill spots instantaneous. I'm not listen I think it's a horrible idea but yeah. uh, I'm going, against the death penalty but, yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. at the same time yeah. you make it sound like lethal injection is such no, a humane I, thing yeah yeah the other thing is I just this harkens back to Gary Gilmore. He yeah. was killed in a by a firing squad yeah. in Utah. Yeah, his last yeah. words were, "Let's do it. Let's and, do it. And Let's so do it." I remember. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and thus we have uh, Nike. There you yeah. <laughs> researchers in Alaska, in Arkansas, yeah. not in Alaska. Researchers in Arkansas trained a dog to sniff out thyroid cancer in patients' urine samples. Yeah, R really? Yeah, Mahler. Mahler, yeah. well, that's some good work. I think you could do that. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 he, he could do, it. Could do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He certainly is very familiar with urine, and and he likes sniffing. So, yeah. you know, what, I mean, what could be better? Could be. He's already an yeah. expert. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Supreme Court rejected an appeal from a Syrian man who sued the U.S. government over his seven-year wrongful imprisonment at Guantanamo. Abdul Rahim Abdul Razak, that's only one guy, mm. and I'm not finished yet, mm. Al Janko, <laughs> was detained by the United States in 2002 after being tortured by, by al-Qaeda and imprisoned by the Taliban on suspicion of being a Western spy. Janko said he was tortured and a lot of other stuff. And in 2009, a judge ordered his release, saying the claim he was part of al-Qaeda defies common sense. But on Monday, the Supreme Court left a place, left in place a lower court ruling Janko cannot sue because he is an enemy combatant. So he was tortured by yeah. al-Qaeda and the Taliban. He ends up in Guantanamo as a threat to United States security. Yeah. And he's tortured there, let's be honest. 
And he, ca- oh my God. Yeah. And so the Supreme Court said, sorry. Yeah. You know. Meanwhile, in a oh second decision, God. the court declined to take a case concerning videos and photographs, which, according to the Center for Constitutional Rights, would prove the torture of another Guantanamo prisoner, oh Mohammed El Katani. The move leaves in place a lower court ruling the images could threaten national security. This is which the most they political could because there'd uh, be anti-U.S. sentiment when they see the truth. Yeah, like yeah, way back when the, those initial Abu Ghraib uh, photographs were released, and it did cause an mm-hmm. uproar. Why did it cause an uproar, Nathan? Because it was a horrible thing. The, the claim at the United States at the time was Bush and Rumsfeld and Cheney yeah. were saying, well, it's damaging U.S. Uh, security because no, after all. It's a horrible all, thing you know, to do that to people. Yeah. And, 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 and by and the way, see, it, makes, it makes people want to burn flags. Yeah. yeah. There you go. The University of Oklahoma expelled two student fraternity members. It says led a racist song caught on video. Members of Sigma Alpha Epsilon are seen on a bus singing a song that includes a racial slur and a vow that no black people will ever join their group. That's not exactly the way they said it. No, uh, I don't think we can sing no, that no, I don't, song. I don't want to sing it. it. There's a bunch of idiots it, out there, and, and it just proves that idiots still exist. And by the way, there, there's a documentary out by uh, um, Kirby Dick called The Hunting Ground. It's about uh, sexual assault on college campuses. Yeah. And this particular, by the way, this particular uh, fraternity was singled out as one of the most egregious, certainly a breeding ground of sorts for these kind of uh, behaviors. Yeah. yeah. That, that upsets Mahler. That truly does. Oh, it should. Yeah, yeah. Judges in New Jer- Jersey ruled that a man who burned his face while eating a fajita at Applebee's couldn't sue the restaurant because the food presented an open and obvious danger. Yeah. Well, and we're not talking about being burned, are we? Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Huh, yeah, that's not funny. I shouldn't make fun of that. Yeah. And finally, right. yeah, I got anything? Because I'm real gonna... quick. Okay. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Uh, that is uh, the, the 70th anniversary of the bombing of Tokyo occurred just this last week uh, where 100,000 people died. It was a firebombing of Tokyo. And also this oh, last week. Happy, happy anniversary. Yeah, happy. And also the anniversary, uh, the fourth or the fifth anniversary of the Fukushima Daiichi uh, uh-huh. meltdown from the earthquake and tsunami. Happy anniversary. Yeah, happy anniversary, Japan. And, They're having yeah. a hell of a week, aren't they? And finally, a 22-year-old woman in Atlanta was charged with aggravated assault after she beat her friend unconscious for accidentally sitting on her hamburger. It cannot, said her friend, be about the hamburger. <laughs> <laughs>